if you think you, uh, you're not going to be a victim of home title fraud, in case you think home title fraud is the kind of thing that only happens to other people, have a listen to this convicted thief explaining what happens after he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance for that. No, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, what is calling you? After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, or done whatever I've done with it, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices, and you realize you've got four mortgages on your house. Not only that, you don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Mm. Home title fraud is growing uh, two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. Think about that. You could be a victim and not even know it. You can protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name by going to HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code RADIO. Register for your no-obligation home title scan. It's $100 value free. Get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com. The promo code is RADIO. HomeTitleLock.com. Code is RADIO. program i know how busy you are but give me 45 minutes if you can give me 45 minutes from right now because i think in 45 minutes you'll know exactly where we are you know people are like how far i mean it could be you know 10 years i'll show you and i believe you will absolutely know how close we are and what you can do to reverse this give me 45 minutes we begin in 60. 60 seconds, I have time to tell you about Patriot Mobile. If you're like most people, uh, when it comes to your car repair, there's never a good time. My car has never, ever had a problem at any time. Days you get like a bonus and it goes out. There's no time that I'm like, oh, great. That's the perfect time for my car to go out. I have plans for that money. I never want my car to go out. I. I will tell you right now uh, that uh, at least you have a car. What? At least you have a car. Mine's still in a parking lot somewhere in Michigan. Oh, I feel bad for you, Stu. <laughs> do you? I, I don't think you do. I, I don't sense any actual sympathy coming from you whatsoever. No, there's just... You say that you feel bad for me, but then in reality, you actually don't. Yeah, you I know. You show no compassion. I know, I know. How's your car? Is your car yet ready to My go? My car is, uh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> I have trucks under CarShield, and CarShield will take care of it uh, every step of the way. I want you to I want you to use CarShield. Go get CarShield. Now go to carshield.com slash Glenn and save right now. Carshield.com slash Glenn and save do it now all righty
I want to talk to you about something called subversion. Subversion. Now, what does subversion mean to you? Uh, someone undercutting your... Correct. Yeah. Your, some, whatever you're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, subvert you and yeah. kind of push you off track, get yeah. you to not do something. Okay. In the Soviet Union, in every one of their schools and war colleges, subversion is defined in the old Soviet Union as destruction. Okay. So... Last night, I presented a chalkboard that's 40 years old, and it came from a guy who was a KGB official, and he was in charge of subversion and subterfuge and propaganda. So he knows it. He defected, and in 1983 or 84, he does this chalkboard. Most people haven't seen it. Uh, So I did it last night, and it is... Stunning. He talks about how the Soviet Union was going to use subversion and take the United States. Now, I am not saying that the Soviets or the Russians are doing this. I'm saying this was a well-known plan, and I want you to challenge me every step of the way and tell me if this isn't happening right now. Stage one, there's four stages. Stage one is demoralization. Now, he's very specific on, uh, on demoralization. You have to demoralize a country. And he says it takes a long time to do it. You have to demoralize. You have to get people to where they just think the country is so screwed up, there's no way out. There's just no way out. And they don't even know what the country stands for anymore. And the youth begin to think, this system sucks. This is is a very bad system. Okay, so they said this is a long game approach. And this part of it was slotted for 15 to 20 years to achieve. Why? Because the Soviets considered one generation's worth of brainwashing. They said it would take 15 to 20 years to brainwash the children and then brainwash enough people in society, get them into positions of power and authority to be able to demoralize the entire, just feel, everybody feels trapped. Okay? Sound familiar at all? So I'm going to show you what was slated for attack under demoralization, but... (laughs) You got to watch the chalkboard from last night's TV show on Blaze TV. See if these are on any of your do not cross uh, list. So I'm not crossing this line. I will not cross this line. On the top of the list, they have to destroy religion. That's number one. Destroy religion. They do this because people of faith are hard to demoralize. But if they can get people to doubt or lose their religion, or break their patterns of religion, they're more susceptible to remain silent as the other steps occur. They knew religious people were the most dangerous because they stand, even when it doesn't make sense, even when their lives are at risk, they're the ones that stand because they believe in something. So they've got to subvert or destroy religion. The next attack was education and youth. And they said the brainwashing would go directly into grade school. 
Children and adults will be told that they are victims and their minds are assaulted on the grounds of race, sex, and class. They are the victims and they are also told who their oppressors are. Has that been done? Are our kids struggling with this right now? Third, for just step one, assault on the social life and order. Various groups begin to pop up, dominating culture and society. They begin proclaiming and identify the parts of society that are, quote, broken. They propose new paths that fundamentally break the old societal structure. Uh, Let me just point out Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, we're reimagining the police. It makes us spin our whole view on the police and what's going on. They burn down cities. We break our society structure. We're releasing people from prisons. We're not um, having our DAs prosecute people. It's broken now. It's completely broken. Antifa is the same way. All the other social justice groups burning down cities come to mind in this. Familiar? Do you think we've done that? Do you think we're there? Uh, we're half through, halfway through the demoralization list, and we're three for three right now. Um, next, attack on the rule of law and order. This is where you start to see random groups advocating for decriminalization. These are his words 40 years ago. This is where you see random groups advocating for decriminalization. They want crime to be accepted. And so the justice system and the police will come under attack. Finally, the assault to the economy. And they do this a couple of ways. They pervert the capitalist model. And they transform it into public-private partnerships. Instead of company A and company B or person A and person B deciding on a fair value for something through the free market, labor unions are introduced and labor unions start to partner with the government and they start promoting company C, which is a private public partnership that's riddled with the unions. And they say, you know what, guys, that's that's there's no equality there. There's no equity there. That system is just enslaving people. Give us all your money and we will make the product and we'll decide which product needs to be made. And we'll use price controls and caps so everybody can afford it. Did you see what the United Nations just suggested we do? Have you heard about the public-private partnerships of ESG? Okay, now, the communists had a strategy to take, us, to take us down, and it really revolved around equality and equity. I want to, I want to quote him directly. In fact, during demoralization, the word equality is repeated ad nauseum, Over and over and over again until literally everything is only viewed through that mythical lens. In the end stage, if stage stage one is successful, the country's values have been shattered and the people demoralized. Violence, although hasn't fully been unleashed yet, now has been justified for when it is fully set loose. The free society... Um, 
also the uh, the in the demoralization, they take the free society and they look for anybody who is trying to push us apart and they get in and they push their direction all to go with them. So everybody is questioning the same things and they're all using equity and equality. Demoralization takes everything and bends it into one direction. Entertainment, culture, politics, religion, education. All of them must be in sync with the exception of just a handful of companies. Now, remember, this is an actual plan that came from a KGB agent 40 years ago. So I'm not theorizing on anything. I'm telling you what the plan was and is. Let me take 60 seconds and I'm going to go into phase two, three, and four. First, let me tell you about relief factor. Tell me without words that you live with pain in your life. Okay. You, I I find myself, I find myself just because I'm getting old, like, oh, getting up from a chair. And that's because I'm old and fat. It's not pain. Uh, it's just old and fat. Have you have you noticed that? Even when you're you don't feel pain or you don't even feel discomfort, yeah. it just now becomes a normal reaction it of does. standing up, doesn't it? Ah, ah, oh my gosh, that's a problem. Holy cow! Anyway, get a good night's sleep and uh, groan for other reasons, just because you're a guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you're old and fat, uh, not to pain. With Relief Factor. Get the three-week quick start developed just for you. Only nineteen ninety-five. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them have gone on to order more. It says a lot. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Get the nineteen ninety-five three-week quick start developed for you. Relieffactor.com or call 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay. All right. So the first phase is over in this in this uh, way to uh, deconstruct a country, according to the Soviet KGB agent. First first phase is over. It is just to demoralize people, make you question everything and start turning everything upside down. Now that you've become demoralized, the next stage is destabilization. And I want to challenge you on this part. I want you to try to say these things aren't currently happening. Okay, just try it. Just try it. First, an all-out assault on the economy commences. And remember, the ultimate goal is to destabilize So people and institutions are encouraged to spend in excess. Spend, spend, spend. Run up your credit card, run up the debt. That includes you and the federal government. And as the economy comes under stress, the labor unions are then starting to be introduced and they are gaining access. It puts a further strain on the social order. The next thing that happens is compromise becomes impossible. Human relations become impossible. I can't negotiate with them. I can't compromise. Those who are already demoralized, now bending under economic strain, become radicalized. And churches begin to to fight with other churches. 
you know, people in the parishioners, they start to fight with other parishioners. Neighbors fight with neighbors. Teachers fight with their students. Teachers fight with the parents. Family members, I'm quoting, fight among themselves. No reason and no compromise any, anymore. And empathy disappears. Now, in many cases, he said, violence will be the result. And it will all be presented on the streets as this is normal. This is people just standing up for equity or equality. Mm. Next, the full assault on law and order. Because people forget how to solve their own problems. Because there isn't, I'm quoting, a shred of accountability at this point. And so everything is frivolous. People go to jail for frivolous stuff and people don't go to jail for serious things. Crime goes unpunished. Next, the media. The media plays a big role in the Soviet communist plan. As society undergoes change, the media plays cheerleader for the antagonizers. I defy you to deny this. They stop being truth tellers and take the job of traffic cop pushing the society in the right direction. Hmm. At this point, the 20 year time frame has been completed and the demoralization has now become societal leaders. So the people who were the radicals pushing it are now the leaders and they get jobs uh, on television, journalists, preachers, business heads, the ones. Hmm. They write books. They're paid to come in to corporate functions to teach. Quote, they were taught as uh, they were victims of oppression. They now take those issues up to their places of business and local and state and federal governments. The goal is to create multiple different oppressed groups who then face off against one another in violent clashes. The destabilizers become accepted and legitimized. They appear on news. They dominate all forms of media. Politicians hold them up as examples for the society at large, and millions of dollars are donated to their cause. That's a quote. Any of it sounding familiar? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it. Yeah. Now, the plan only has four stages. We've already blown past two of them. Would you agree We've just experienced both of those. Oh, my gosh. That's that's the last two years. All of that. Yeah. Now, the third stage. The third stage is everything begins to boil over. I defy you to tell me we're not here or have been here. The legitimized destablers are injected directly into the center of all public discourse. So the ones who destabilized us, the ones who told us that, no, um, families are horrible and uh, children, you know, they might want to have sex. And uh, they're just confused now because, yeah, if she wants to play football, she was really born a boy and we should mutilate her body. They claim to have all of the equality slash equity answers. Driving all societal and political movements. Is that not where we are? 
People are afraid to speak out because they don't know what these destabilizers are going to say tomorrow. And if they say something different tomorrow, everyone will fall in line. Hmm. By the way, if you've ever wondered, okay, well, so wait, what are you arguing about now? Wait, we just did that. You what? Now what happened? This is, this is designed to never end. Now, the Soviets and the KGB were very clear on what happens next. Would you agree that we are, and I'm not saying this is being done to us. I'm saying maybe just by coincidence, we're doing it to ourselves. But would you agree that we are there, that step one, two, and three, we're still in three. There's one more piece of three. Would you agree that we are there? I don't, yeah, all that stuff is certainly ongoing and has been in vivid color over the past uh, few years since, I mean, you know, the, th- that step two is just describing the George Floyd riots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and word for word. I yeah. mean, and everything around it. Everything around it. Okay. So the next thing that happens is societal collapse. So if you agree that all of those things have been done, at least to what the Soviets and the KGB said they had to do. And remember, they were Marxists. What the Marxist Soviets said you had to do to collapse a country and take it over, we're in step three and the next thing is societal collapse and they said the country will begin to call out for a savior they'll be willing to give up rights and freedoms just to make the pain stop a free society would shift to central control and it'll give rise to either authoritarian leaders or authoritarian government Per the communists, they said at this point, there are three possible outcomes. I'll give those to you next. By the way, one of them can be done, and it's the only way, he says, we can stop this. But we have to do it before societal collapse. Back in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Look, you're a hardworking person with a vision for the future for you and your family. You're responsible. You take uh, responsibility for what choices you've made. Uh, But now you find yourself um, trapped by some of the consequences of choices that others have made. And you're looking at your your monthly savings and your your monthly bills and you're like, you don't know how to do it. Please, please take take 10 minutes out of your day today and call American Financing. Call them. This company has been helping people just like you with home loan options for over two decades, and they actually care about saving you money. Whether it's for refinancing of your mortgage or a lower fixed rate, providing other types of loans, maybe even just finding ways to raise your credit score. Please call American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. 
You can get the entire special we've been discussing this half hour as part of Glenn TV on Blaze TV. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Glad you joined us. Stu, can you just quickly recap where we are? Sure. Uh, basically, everything you've noticed about your society when you've asked the question, what is going on right now? I mean, what is what is happening was essentially laid out by a KGB agent in 1983 as a plan to overturn and destroy America. OK, and I'm not saying that the Russians are doing no, this to no, the no. communists. It is. It, but it is being used by someone and everybody's kind of playing into it that would like to see us done. Right. And even if you look at it this way, the Soviet Union was our enemy. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to construct a plan that would destroy a juggernaut, the United States of America. Correct. Just because they are not behind it anymore, they are not even a country anymore, uh, does not mean that the, the, the plan that they had to destroy the country was not accurate. And mm-hmm. so even if these things begin from internal forces, other foreign sources, naturally, whatever... If this plan is enacted, the likely effect is outlined uh, by this agent in the same way that if, if right. it was intentional by the Soviet Union. So there are only four steps. We are at the third and the last step in the third. Um, and I think if you've missed any of the program, go back and listen to the podcast or watch it on the chalkboard. Uh, I did it last night on TV. Uh, you, I challenge you to Take it apart. I challenge you to say we're not there. That's blazetv.com slash Glenn if you want to check it out. Um, Now, the last piece is societal collapse. The model from the KGB agent 40 years ago then says the country would call out for a savior. They'd be willing to give up rights and figure uh, and freedoms just to make the pain stop. The free society would shift to central control. Now, we're not here because we haven't had societal collapse. But everything up to that point, we have experienced and are currently experiencing, and it's getting worse. So you are one, if you're looking for a a mile marker, you're in the last mile. All of these things that he said would take 20 years, and wow, it's been about 20 years. All of these things we have now passed. We are in the last mile before societal collapse. This is critical that you understand that based on his solution, because if we hit the next mile, which is the collapse, it's too late. So time is of the essence. But in societal collapse, he said that that would trigger two possible outcomes. Civil war. Demoralized and fractured society would turn on itself, neighbor and against neighbor, family member against family member, and it would end in an authoritarian rule because somebody will stop the madness and it will cost a lot of blood. So once you hit societal collapse, they don't believe that there is any going back from there. The other, and this was their plan, was foreign invasion. That the country is so focused internally and no social contract to get anything done, it would be open for an uh, a uh, outside power to come in and saying, we're just got to keep the peace here. My gosh. And take over the country. OK, 
This is why they were so focused on executing this plan, because if you want to destroy a country without firing a shot, this is how you do it. Now, the question is, can you put the toothpaste back into the tube? He said he said something really important, because in the fourth stage, this is the last one, it's called normalization. So a civil war has taken place. Hostile nation has been repelled. But an authoritarian, centrally controlled government is what we have. And the new self-appointed rules, uh, rulers will be busy saying to their subjects, OK, enough revolutions. OK, we don't need those anymore. And anybody who is talking about that kind of stuff. So the destabilizers are the first ones on the chopping block. We know this through history, the light night of long knives. You take the tools that were destabilizing that you used and you get rid of all of those guys. They destabilize society by force. People like me as well. Even though I'm not a destabilizer, I ain't going down quietly. So the useful idiots will no longer be needed. All their causes, all the social justice issues, all the calls for equality will be silenced. And the destabilizers who were legitimized, praised, funded, will be cast out or eliminated. Everything they fought for, everything they believed in, will end up being their demise. It would topple a country, but it gives birth to a monster. Now, historically, they said there is only one way to reverse this. One And it has to be done before societal collapse. Because you get a ruler, and even if we go through ruler after ruler, like Pinochet of Chile, and there's authoritarians, and then he steps in, and he overthrows the authoritarian, but he's an authoritarian. That just keeps, so what do we do? What is the one thing? Now, the man who you're going to hear is Yuri Bezmenov. This is 1983. He defected to the West. He was a Soviet KGB officer. He was specifically tasked for propaganda and subversion. It was Yuri that told us the plan to destroy. This is his plan. It's not a conspiracy theory. These are his words, not mine. This is what he says could stop it. The most difficult and at the same time the simplest answer to the subversion is to start it here and even before. By bringing back the society to religion, something that you cannot touch and eat and put on yourself, but something that rules society and makes it move and preserve it. You have that? You have to start at the beginning. The first thing that they took apart was religion. Why? Because they knew if they can't kick the legs out of religion, they can't pull the plan off. Because religious people will take a a rifle butt to the head. And look at what Martin Luther King did. That was a religious movement. And then they will stand up and they will forgive you. They will be thrown in jail. And they're okay with that. The most dangerous thing, do you remember during the war, what we said we just couldn't have? A martyr. 
So religious people don't mind being a martyr if they believe they're on the right side. And a martyr is incredibly dangerous. So what do we have to do to fight this in our society? A, you have to do everything that a good citizen is supposed to do, and that is vote and obey the laws. Okay? Vote and obey the laws. But as important, I mean, that's a given. You have to do that. The most important thing you can do is renew your covenants with God. Read about peaceful resistance. You can find it from a cat named Jesus. Or if you can't connect there, how about Gandhi? You can't connect there, how about Martin Luther King? This is the only way to stop this from happening. That's not me saying that. That's a godless KGB agent. Is, and obviously, like, that stuff can come off as, uh, I don't know, too, you know, spiritual and, and, and hard to access for some people. But pragmatically, the, the, the thought here is that what he says, he says he, it's something that you can't wear, you can't touch. It's like people stand up against these things because they believe they're right, despite what it might mean to them. Correct. They will stand up for something that can't be defeated. So let me talk as an alcoholic. There's a higher source than man. There's a, uh, there's, there's a, there's a greater power than me or you or all of us as a collective. There is a greater power. And I've done everything I can and am doing everything I can to conquer the things that need to be conquered. But every time I try it, I screw it up. So I surrender to the only power that can correct it. You can look at that as the, the power of eternal truth. There are eternal truths. A male and a female make a baby. A female and a female do not make a baby. Stand for eternal truth. So the, the scientists of the world can return back to the God of eternal truth. I believe there's an author of that. You don't have to. It's fine. Just a higher power of truth. And stand for it. If your pastors, preachers, your science professors are not telling you to stand for the truth, anyone who says, don't question this, they don't have the truth on their side. That's why they have to tell you, don't question. The, the scriptures tell us all the time, God says, prove me now. Prove me. He wants you to challenge him. He wants you to know he is truth. Anyone who says, if God says, prove me here, prove me now. Who is this man who is telling us not to question? God is not afraid. God, I tell you right now, I know this to be true because I've seen it. The heavens are engaged 
they know God knows you and what is happening in your life. Forget all of the fear because it doesn't come from him. Forget the fear. You will feel so much better when you're like, you know what? I can't do anything. I can't do anything about this. God, what do you want me to do? And then don't say, well, that's too small. Well, that's a, or when he says, do this, don't argue with him. Well, I don't want to do that. Well, what do you want? Don't counsel him. Ask for his counsel. And just do it. Just stand for what is right. And by the way, if God is telling you to do something that you that 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 does not coincide with the teachings of Christ, um, that's not God telling you to do that. We must all be Christ-like if we are to save the country. I'm. I'm calling on all people who look to God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I am calling on you now. You must find him, return, serve him, ask for forgiveness, and stand. Back in a minute. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, probably well aware now that you got a tough task ahead of you. Housing market is kind of crazy. Real estate's a hassle. You're going to make some of the biggest financial decisions you've ever made, and you're going to have to live with that. Uh, you need help. You need help from, um, from a, a real estate agent that absolutely knows what they're doing, has the best practices at hand, has a big Rolodex, can list your house, and it's seen by people on their website because they've spent money getting people to their website. This is a free service to you. When you're looking to buy or sell a home or both, real estate agent, uh, real estate agents, I trust.com pairs you with the highest selling best real estate agents in your area. These are not people moonlighting between shifts at Starbucks. These are the professionals. Most of them are fans of the program. We watch them and interview them carefully to make sure that they fit all of the parameters of, of having all of the best practices. Real estate agents I trust.com. It's a free service to you. Go there and get your whole home sold fast for the highest price and also get the home that you want for the most reasonable price. It's real estate agents I trust.com. The Glenn Back Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. You know, over the years, you've many times talked about turning back to God as being the solution. And I think, not to criticize you and your messaging, but at times, <laughs> it hits people as sort of this ethereal thing. Like, yes, of course, obviously, turning but, back to God would be great. Yeah. But what, what about, you know, tell me about how, you know, how we're going to vote next time and all these things. And that's and look, important. It's always important. Really important. Not, not diminishing that by any means. But I think it was interesting hearing the turn back to God thing from a kgb agent who was you know likely a godless animal um <laughs> like just just because it shows that sort of pragmatic aspect here there's a reason why these big people like bonhoeffer that you've talked about before are famous for standing in the face of an impossible force right it's never the logical thing for a human being to stand up in those moments mm -hmm. 
it's always the right choice to run or shut up or hide earthly from the earthly position and that's why you you can't depend on earthly logic to get you through these things even though logically obviously it's the right thing to stand against a bad force it always feels like there's too much pressure or there's too many risks or there's too much danger correct but religious people who believe in these things and have foundational principles beyond what is mm-hmm. convenient are the people that stop these things. Yes, because they don't care about themselves or they have so much faith that they'll go into the belly of the beast and they'll say, look, God will protect me. Or if, if not, it's my time to die. It's my time. But right. I'm, I'm going there. You're comfortable with that moment. Right. So just if you look at it from radicals point of view that's why they have to attack that's why they're going after the abortion advocates those are all very deeply religious people these people who are going to be put in jail by the fbi and it's coming it is coming when they go to jail for standing up at the abortion clinic for praying or for singing those are religious political prisoners and you know what they'll happily go to jail They'll happily go to jail. Um, and that's why we need to stand up now. We can't be Niemöller who stands up later and says, you know, and then everybody was gone and there was nobody to stand up for me. You gotta stand up now. The Glenn Back Program.